Bloody hell. This woman has to listen to the TV so loudly. Anyway. Hi guys, welcome to The One Podcast. It's your host, Aki, and I hope you're all well today. Um, Today is another day where I have no guest. So I'm kind of getting used to the solo episode type of vibe. It makes um it makes it a bit different because I am alone and recording. So yeah, let's just get started with what to talk about because I always have so much to talk about. Um but I really hope you guys enjoyed the new segment which is top 5 best 5 and it was the first episode was up last week on Wednesday and it was with my friend Simon can't lie got a lot of hate for that <laughs> got a, le- a lot of hate for Simon actually but Simon doesn't know that yet um but yeah we was um we were debating about what is Drake's top five best five but yeah you just you just go and have a listen to it if you haven't heard it it was a really good episode I had fun doing it um and there's another one coming up next week as well and I'm so excited to do this because it's um it's a it's a artist that me and my friend we both like so it's going to be good it was something that i wanted to do differently anyway so you know when you just feel like what can i do to make it exciting and different and i love music i have been to several concerts myself and yeah i think the only person that i've seen more than once is actually um Majid Jordan they they are part of Drake's little group um so he does some sing- I think he's done like a few songs with them as well so check them out they're really good if you like like R&B soul calming type of music their their music's kind of like that as well so it's good I really hope you guys enjoyed that because I'm loving it I can't wait for the next one I just find that it just makes everyone so involved with like you know the conversation because so many people have messaged me saying I don't understand it and it's it's nice to have that but yeah I hope you guys enjoy the next episode as well let me know what you guys think so the other day um I saw a post and normally I'm in tune with these type of things but I don't know how somehow I missed it but the UK has finally abolished period tax which is great news. So, like, I think it was, like, two days ago, or I don't know when I last saw this post, but... So the UK has announced that they are taking off the tampon tax from January 2021, um, and it's taken 20 years' worth of campaigning by women's rights activists to allow us to have no tax added to tampons which is insane it's taken us 20 years to take off tax off tampons and period pads it's insane like when I think about it and you know what's even more weird that why has it taken us this long to get to this point because how I see it is if condoms are free then so should tampons and period pads be free. And especially for younger girls that start their period from a young age, 
have to you know they they don't know what some majority of them some of them are not educated to the point where they know and they might be hiding it from their parents or they may know but they don't want to tell their parents because they're ashamed or anything like that they and some do you know what even some girls can't even afford period pads and tampons so it's insane that it's taken us this long to even get to this point and it show it just shows you how much as women we have to suffer to the point where we it's going to take us 20 years to get to the point where we are but I'm hoping that this is a stepping stone and a platform for us to eventually get to where we need to get to so basically I'm going to read to you what it says it says that tampons and other women's sanitary products currently have a five percent VAT added to their price in the UK because EU law categorizes them as a non-essential and as a luxury item but this is going to now be scrapped in 2021 and research by Plan International has shown that 40% of girls have been forced to rely on toilet roll because they struggle to afford period products period is not a luxury this is just so like it's such a groundbreaking achievement for us as women like especially as like women activists like to get to this point but it's so sad as well that that figure 40% of girls have struggled and they had to rely on toilet roll to use it's sad and it just shows you how as a first world country we have still so much to do and it shouldn't be that way and I wouldn't you know, like, I I can't imagine how it must be for certain people if they can't afford certain things like period pads and tampons and other necessities. It's it's actually really sad, guys. Like, it's it's one of those things where you just think, like, we didn't, like, as a woman, you can't stop periods and stuff like that. It's such a weird conversation to even have, but I think it should be normalised now because at the end of the day, it's a normal body function like for periods to happen and the fact that it was classified as a luxury items like period pads and tampons is it's insane like I don't think people understand as a woman I'm saying like it's insane and I'm just, I still I, I just lost for words that how people can describe those things as a luxury item when it's not it's a necessity like we need it and like I really hope that this helps the younger girls that are starting their periods to know that they are going to be at a stage where they can possibly afford necessities like these things and it's hard as well like you would think that the this type of stuff should be free like it shouldn't we shouldn't even have to not I say free, but you're still going to have to pay for it. How I see it is that even when I, like, you know, as a normal working woman, I'm going and purchasing whatever I need. Like, even when I see certain things now, like, if I just say, like, I go to Boots or Superdrug and I'm going to go and buy a pack of pads and a pack of tampons, like, it shouldn't be five, six pounds for a box of tampons. It, it or pads 
like you know like those big packs it shouldn't be that way but unfortunately it is I hope this is now going to be like a stepping stone for a better world for for our younger girls because they are the future generation and you know they should be able to not you know feel a certain way where they can't afford necessities so I really hope this helps the younger gen and I hope it helps people as well in general but saying that I still can't believe it's taken us 20 years like honestly it, it just it just does not make sense so I'm currently looking at a statistic I can't even speak oh statistic like of the um Eurostat media reports so on they've basically got the European Union and the UK is on that map as well and they've colored some parts in where they have showed where the tampons I can't even speak oh my god where the tampon tax is the highest and lowest in Europe so I'm just gonna go based on what I can see because I'm not really good at geography do you know what? I'm not even going to bother. So I'm just going to tell you in the UK, basically. So in the UK, the tampons tax is between 3 to 9%. And it's the only place that I can see on this map where it's tax-free is actually Ireland. It's insane. How? Like, out of all the... I just... I don't get it. And then there's so many, like, other countries where it's, like, highest, the, the, oh, my God. Like, it's insane. Like, I'm looking at this map right now. I'm going to have to put it on, like, my, um, on the Instagram page of The One Podcast so you guys can see because I'm really not good at geography, but I'm just seeing this and it's shocking that some places, some countries have up to 20% of tax for tampons and period pads it's in it's mad so you know what congratulations ladies we have just done a breakthrough and we should all be celebrating that and it's actually amazing that we we're alive to see this day you know it's amazing news as well so the other day i was actually so excited to sort out my tea pantry so i have like a little acrylic box with all my teas in it and I actually bought this tea box from Hema and I think you can get it online and it was like I don't know how many sections it has I think it has like six sections and you can put all your tea sachet packs in it so I was having the time of my life colour coordinating all my tea bags and putting them in their rows and it's so annoying because some of the tea bags are actually just in tea bags so you can't really put them in so where I had to put my teas in their compartments, there's some that are not in, they're in a box. And that kind of irritates me because I know they're in a box when they should just, I just wish I could put all of them in there. But recently I have been really enjoying my herbal teas. I've been actually enjoying them for a long time. And the only reason why I'm talking about my teas is, is because I have spoken about this before, I think on Instagram, stating about IBS. And my IBS is, um, for those of you who don't know what IBS is, it's, uh, it's, I can't even speak today. It's irritable bowel syndrome. So I'm really sensitive to certain foods because if I do have them, then like I'm either in pain and I've got cramps or 
I'm literally on the toilet or whatever. It sounds so crude to even say that I'm on the toilet, but you know what? It is what it is at the end of the day. I can't change that. You know what I mean? Um, so where I've been having certain teas, I've been having like lemongrass and ginger and like peppermint teas and stuff like that. It really helps with like bloating and stuff like that because it, when when you're bloated, you literally feel like you're carrying the world's weight on you. So like I have to really watch and check what I'm eating. So I realised that rice is not my friend. Neither is milk. Milk and rice do me dirty. Like so dirty, guys. Honestly, if I was... I, do you know what? I'm not even going to risk it for a chocolate biscuit. I can't. I, I really can't. Because at the end of the day, it's just not worth me suffering and yeah it's not just happening so I went to the GP initially at first and if anyone has experienced this as well let me know so I was really unwell last year and I had food poisoning and then after my food poisoning I was still not feeling right internally like I was just feeling like this isn't right like I'm not feeling myself so I went to the doctors and I actually just thought like maybe I still have some bacteria left in my gut or it could be anything. So let me just double check it. So they did the whole like tests and stuff like that and saw what was going on. And they were just like, no, you're actually OK. There's nothing wrong. So they they did like examinations and stuff like that. And they were just like, we think you've got IBS because you're really bloated right now. Like when I say to you guys, bloated, I look like I'm nine months pregnant forget that I look like I'm 20 months pregnant that's how bad it is I'm so bloated and I'm so irritable as well so then they gave me like medication to take and so I've been taking those as well just to help with it but now I think during lockdown I've been able to like see what works for me and what doesn't work for me and where I've been cooking at home as well I kind of can pick up and I know that like spices certain spices especially like chili like um chili seeds not the powder but the seeds it affects me the most that is what gets me messed up the seeds I don't know I've I've done experimenting and I've seen that so that's that so I know not to have like seeds within my meals like chili seeds or flakes and stuff like that because it really doesn't help me milk doesn't agree with me I've been having like when I go to like Costa and stuff like that, because I love my coffee, duh, I love my coffee. So when I go to Costa, they have lacto-free semi-skim milk. So I do have that. That really does help. And um, soy milk sometimes. But they say not to have soy milk because it's not good for you, especially like for females. It's really not good. And um, they say that oat milk tastes nice, but I just don't know because when I had coconut milk it tastes like metal I I don't know coconut milk almond milk almond milk is nice do you know what almond milk is really nice in porridge I'll that I, I can say okay cool but then I don't know maybe it's because I'm like adding like my organic honey in it and then it's sweet so I can't really I don't know I can't tell if I was to probably add water in it and I'll still say it's nice but literally it it tastes okay but coconut milk I don't know about that I really don't know but there's so many milks now so I guess you just gotta pick and choose what one you like I don't like coconut milk I don't like rice milk rice milk tastes like pure shit 
like literally you're basically drinking dirty water that's how it feels like oat milk I'm gonna give it a try because a lot of people have told me to give oat milk a try but I don't know how I feel about that I really you know what I'm just gonna have to try it and let you guys know but anyway I've noticed that milk is definitely something that makes me feel sensitive so does rice rice definitely doesn't agree with me I feel like I can have them probably maybe at the small like a small dose of it like maybe like the smallest amount and not a whole load and it'll be fine but I can't do I can't do dairy as much as I could before and you know what it's not worth it because I can't like sometimes when I say to you the pains and aches are bad they're really bad and I know a lot of people go through IBS and stuff like that like I definitely feel like the whole hereditary thing is a real thing because I feel like my family members have suffered from issues like that as well so I think it could just be family issues like you know problems that they've passed on to us now so now I'm suffering um, but recently I have been trying to find alternatives to what I eat and I realised that gluten-free, wheat-free, dairy-free stuff really does work for me. And I never wanted to be that person because, do you know what, it's one of those things where, I don't know if you guys watch Keeping Up With The Kardashians, there was an episode where Scott changed everything in Courtney's house from like gluten-free, wheat-free to normal food and um Scott was just under the impression that does does she even know what gluten-free is do you know what gluten-free is like that type of stuff and it was funny actually when she did that but I never wanted it to get to that point where I'm gonna actually be that person where I'm like gluten-free vegan-free you know all that stuff all that jazz whatever the frees are like I never wanted to get to that point but I actually am now one of those people where I'm like "Mm, I don't want to suffer So I'm trying to find alternatives to certain foods and I'm like having a lot of gluten-free, dairy-free and, you know, like, especially like there's certain foods that I really love and I need to find an alternative for it. Like cheese, vegan cheese, guys. Vegan cheese, you know, I just don't know about that. I don't know about that. I mean the gluten-free bread I can cope with and like you know avocado and egg that type of stuff you know I never wanted to be that person avocado and toast who do I think I am (laughs) avocado and toast I've become an avocado and toast person with an egg never did I think in my life I was going to be that but I'm trying to find alternatives and um I'll definitely do like you know probably put it all on my Instagram about what I'm eating, what I'm not eating, because I can't risk it anymore. And if if I have to eat grass just to stop the aches and pains, I probably might even do that. But it's really good because during lockdown, I figured it out. Maybe you guys will probably realise certain things as well that you eat that just don't suit you well. I actually also did an intolerance test. And on my intolerance test, there was a lot of things that came up that said that I shouldn't be having them, like beef. I can't have beef anyway because beef really, like, I I just get rash and I, I'm allergic to beef. I'm convinced I am. And, like, certain other things. I don't know what else was on there, but there were so many other things. So if you do an intolerance test, 
try and see like what it is and then take that out for like if you if you are a type of person that has a lot of red meat then maybe take that out and see whether how that works for you but I'm not a big meat eater anyway so I can't really I can't really make a judgment on that because I don't eat beef anyway um but yeah it's really interesting and I think that's one thing that I can say that I've happily figured out and know now because now I'm at that stage where I'm like okay I shouldn't eat this and I actually sit there you know like before I'm about to order something and I sit down I think is it really worth it do I really want to suffer tonight because I went to a restaurant with my friend we went to the ivy and um there was like this dish that was there I don't know what it's called uh let me remember what it's called it is so what I had was um, blackened cod fillet. So it comes with like, you know, it was a really nice meal. It tasted really good as well, guys. So I didn't want to have anything fried or anything like that because I know also fried food, it gets me kicking off as well. Like I just, my stomach doesn't tolerate it as well. So I had blackened cod fillet. And when I asked the guy, like, what size would you recommend? And he was like, rice. And I literally looked at him and I was like, no, nah, I can't do rice literally guys that's that's basically me now as an individual I sit there and I say to myself it's not worth it I am not going to do this and then I was like I can't have rice what else would you alter like give an alternative to it and he was just like oh well then mashed potato type of thing that would taste nice with it so literally that's me as a person now I have I never thought I'm gonna be that person that does that and now I am that person and I just feel like okay this is now my life but because I literally can't the other day when I went and had that lunch that well dinner actually I was fine but I know before that two three weeks prior to that when I back when I went back to another place um and I had rice and I was not good the next day I was like having tummy ache and all sorts and I was like no this is not worth it but yeah literally you just have to keep an eye out on these type of things, especially if you do have a sensitive stomach, bowel, or whatever you want to call it. It's it's mad. Like, honestly, this is what my life has come to. I have to look at things before I eat them now. And they also say, if you can't read, I don't know if anyone has heard this, but I have heard it. They say that if you can't read the ingredients at the back of a packet, you shouldn't eat that because you don't know what it is. It's like now that's my my mindset. Like I'm just looking at it and I'm like, I don't know what this is, so I'm not gonna eat this. Like literally, I do that now. I pick up a packet and I look at the back and I'm like, okay, no, cool. I don't know what this is. I'm not gonna eat it. Literally, I don't know. Like I think it's the way you train yourself as well. So that's what I've been doing. So literally, yeah, it's it's mad. I'm going to have to do like another proper like an IG story type thing and show people what I actually eat because I did do a post last time saying does people want me to talk about it and a lot of people said yeah because they f- they feel like they have issues too so that's soon coming how's everyone doing with the whole eat out to help out thing did anyone take advantage of it because I sure as hell did like I actually did I went to so many places actually when you look at it, it it's a smart move what Rishi did so shout out to Rishi he really pulled through and Asians definitely took advantage of that because I don't know if any of you guys know but tooting 
was packed. I've driven so many times by tooting during this whole um, eat out to help out situation. And there's queues, guys. There was queues ramming around the corners. The queues were so long. I think I was like, I was driving down and I was like, Nick, I think it was Creams. Is it Creams or Caspers or I don't know, whatever it is. The queue was like from the entrance of the store right down to the street like it's insane so shout out to the Asian people who fully used it to the max because I'm pretty sure if you get 50% off cream so that means you're getting a waffle for like £2.50 or less or more I don't know but people definitely took advantage of that shit because I've never seen that many people in my life queuing for food but it's a good strategic plan that they did and a lot of people are still carrying on with their um eat out to help out scheme so definitely I'll be taking advantage of that as well I'm gonna find places to go with the girls and force them to eat out with me but yeah literally that's it guys I really don't have anything else much to say besides the few bits that I have said because it's literally been like groundhog day every other day it's like getting back to normality feels like a myth and it's like adapting to a new 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 norm of like people going back to work and you know it's it's a weird it's a weird time and I think it's going to take us time all to get back to normality where we're all you know we feel like we've got a routine and a momentum going and the other day when I went to central London, it just looked normal. Like, honestly, it it really looked normal. You wouldn't think that there was, like, a pandemic. Even when we went to Door, the amount of people that were there, you would never think that there was a pandemic. But there is. There really is a pandemic going on and people are just acting normal. I guess, I don't know, I guess that's British people. You just carry on you know, keep calm and carry on, you know, that thing that was posted everywhere, like, everywhere, everyone had, like, a keep calm and carry on type of thing, that's literally us, I think, but yeah, anyway, that's all for today, guys, and I hope you guys enjoyed the episode, next week, I will be having another top five, best five, and I'm so excited for it, because it's gonna be good, and I know I'm gonna have a debate, and I know it's gonna be a war, and I want to fight, so you know I like that type of thing so I hope you guys all look forward to it and thank you I'll speak to you all soon bye